Hey guys, welcome to episode 18 of the 1023 Soul Shop Talk podcast. One of the most popular episodes we had was with Mario G of Night Shift Diesel um, talking about his business and his triple turbo 7.3 and we got him back again today. It's about a year later and we got a lot of catching up to do. So if you guys were anxious to hear back what's going on with him, what's going on with his builds and uh, what's going on with his shop, well, keep on listening. So seriously, dude, it has been quite a while. I know both of us are pretty busy, and it's pretty hard to to stay caught up. But it looks like uh, looks like you guys have been super busy, and it looks like your Facebook page is going pretty good too. I recently got back on Facebook, and it's uh, the only page seven three page I'm part of, and I'm perfectly happy with that because it seems like it's mostly just people that are actually interested in information. You've been doing a good job on it. Thanks. Thanks. I, I try to I try to cut anything out of it that's not performance related. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's plenty, plenty of pages out there that people can go to to ask about glow plugs or um, try to find out what air filter they should use on their stock truck. And, yeah. And I think I think plenty of people have been playing with seven threes for a really, really long time, you know five years, 10 years, 20 years, mm-hmm. and they've read those same posts so many times they can't stand to read another one. Yep. So trying to make, uh, trying to make this one uh, a little bit, a little bit more uh, performance, a little bit higher end, uh, you know, and just not have the, the same regular, maintenance questions all day every day and i I think that that keeps a lot of people um, coming back to it Uh, Mm -hmm. there doesn't doesn't seem to be a lot of drama because it's uh you know it's it's good solid information and it you know it doesn't have all the people that are not that into seven threes on there um that are just just looking to make trouble and you know be a smart ass or something like that so it's uh it's been a good page. It's, uh, you know, I, I rarely go to any other page either um, because this one's so good and the other ones just don't seem to have any real information anymore. So, yeah. Well, and that's, I, man, I want to talk about that quite a bit today because, um, I think we, we both see a lot of the, the issues that come along with um, either just trying to get information from, you know, we say Facebook, but a group of people who don't understand uh, what it actually takes to make your truck act the way that we expect it to, or the way you're expecting it to when you go to buy parts. And um, I, you know, I've noticed, you know, you, you're one of the few, let's say, you know, three, four, five shops that I know of that are like, I appreciate that you don't just give an answer when somebody asks, um, because the like you always want to ask the questions, uh, and and you need a conversation with somebody to understand what it is that they're actually looking for. Because the problem is like most people, they don't know what they're actually looking for. Like they they think they know because they read something somewhere, but um, in reality, it's it's not it's not usually that cut and dry. Um, so I I really appreciate that about what you guys are doing and. Uh, and about that whole page. Is it hard to manage 
that page or is, is there just kind of a, a good expectation that's set or a good platform that's set where it's not really a problem trying to manage a lot of uh, like ignorance? Um, it was um, pretty simple. You know, I, I've talked to other people that have managed some pretty, pretty big pages before, you know, at, you know, triple, quadruple the size of, of what we've got. And, mm. um, you know, they, they just complain and complain about it that, um, it's so time consuming. They can't keep up all of that, but I, I don't seem to find that problem. I, I don't know if it's just because I even if even if it wasn't my page, I would go through and I would read every post that gets posted on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm interested in it enough that I would check out each post. And since I already do that, um, it, it's really not much work for me, I guess. But mm-hmm. For the most part, the only thing that really takes up time on there is if somebody gets through and gets on the page that's kind of, uh, you know, a spammer or a bot or something like that, I have to go through and um, and delete them and, and remove them from the list and everything that they put on there. Uh, and, and that's honestly the, the biggest thing that I have to do on a regular basis is remove that. For the most part, everybody's pretty okay on there, and mm-hmm. um, you know nobody's crying too much about uh, you know somebody getting a little bit sassy with them. And you know we're we're all adults there, and I I think for the most part everybody can figure it out on their own, and and you know doesn't need somebody to come in there and and break everything up and and fix it. So um, yeah you know, that's, that's not a big deal. We get, we get a couple posts a day that, uh, that isn't performance related and I, I just have to remove them. And once in a while it's a busy day and, you know, I might have to remove 10 posts that day because just everybody wants to talk about, uh, just the dumbest, the dumbest stuff that have nothing to do with performance. Mm-hmm. But even on a busy day, it's, it's not that hard. So I, it, it's a lot easier than I really expected it to be after talking to other people. I, I really thought it was going to be uh, a real hard time, but no, not bad at all. Yeah. Well, and we'll list that. Uh, we'll list your Facebook page down in the show notes of this podcast. So um, anybody who isn't part of it now uh, and wants to be that they can go find that. Absolutely. And I, I definitely recommend it because I, Honestly, I, like I said, I'm not part of the other pages anymore, but just based on what it used to be, I 100% think that it's probably uh, the best performance-related Facebook page for 7.3s I've seen. And there's a lot of them. There's like there's yeah, so the, many of there, them. There's a good amount. There's a good amount. And I don't know if it's uh, – I don't know if they just let everybody run wild and they just really don't uh, – really don't remove, you know, unrelated posts or – or what I I don't know the reason for it, but um, yeah, most of the other ones just aren't uh, aren't a good time. It just seems like uh, you know they're just called performance related. Yeah, they're just not. So let's talk about some real stuff, man. Uh, it has been forever since we've talked, let alone since we've done a podcast together. Uh, what's going on with you in the shop? 
you guys had moved a couple times uh, as of like six, eight months ago. Um, what what is your what does your workflow look like right now? Um, we are we are slammed. Um, we we turn away a lot of work. Um, it's it's getting tough. I could really I could really use at least one more really really good tech. Um, somebody that that for the most part I can just turn them onto a vehicle, let them know what the customer's concerns are, and have them diag the truck, uh, and and give me back what's wrong with it. So I can get a hold of the customer and let them know what we'd like to do and see if I can get it sold and then basically just, you know, hand it back to them, tell them it's approved and here's the parts and let them get after it. And uh, it's really hard to find people like that. Yep. There's not a lot out there. And uh, and I need, I really, really need at least one more of those people to to be able to grow the business. I'm I'm capped where I'm at right now. I've got an unlimited amount of work with absolutely zero advertising. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really need one more person to, to grow anymore or I'm done. I'm done growing. It's just going to be what it is, which it's, it's still going good. We're doing, doing a lot of fun projects. Um, I've got, uh, I've got new trucks coming in every day. We had, uh, we had two OBSs, Real, real nice, clean OBS has dropped off within uh, the last two weeks, and they're both getting T4 kits, injectors, fuel systems, just just the works. And uh, they're both getting uh, their T4 kits powder coated and the, the hot side ceramic coated. So um, still a lot of just a lot of real good builds coming in, and um, can't get enough of that. Yeah, is is the the majority of your work? at this point just purely based on performance builds yeah definitely more than half definitely more than half um we we still get trucks that are just uh some guy's work truck coming in and you know he needs ball joints and we're we're still doing that kind of work Mm -hmm. Um, but for the most part uh yeah it it is it is performance related even if it's uh you know, even if it's not a full build, we, we still get a lot of people coming in for, for hydras. There's very few shops in Michigan that, that even carry hydras. Um, and, uh, and we always have those in stock and, and that's the only, the only one we'll even throw on a seven, three, um, you know, to, uh, get some good tuning on there and, and all of that. And we run, we run your custom tunes on quite a bit of them, and uh, especially if somebody gets you know larger than stock injectors, then they're they're almost definitely getting some ten twenty three tunes. You know, one of the one of the problems that we've ran into has always been you know kind of like I had mentioned earlier, it's uh, like getting spending the time with someone to help figure out what it is they're trying to accomplish and then helping them get there. And that's, that's like not an easy thing to do because everybody comes in with a different expectation 
but uh, is there? I mean, what what is what does your process look like? So somebody somebody has a seven three and they say like, hey, I want to do a build on this truck. I want you guys to do the work. Um, like, what what kind of steps do you typically take to figure out what it is that somebody's going to do, or what parts it's going to take to get uh, the build? that is going to suit what they're actually wanting to do with it. Well, you're, you're definitely right with that, uh, that expectations factor. Um, they usually come in and I get a lot of people either saying, yeah, um, which turbo and injector should I use to make 800 horsepower? And I got to really, really pull the reins back on that one. Um, Oh yeah. You know, uh, uh, they have just, just no idea what, what it would take to make that kind of power and uh, you know just a lot of people out there in the diesel industry in general you know they're 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 saying yeah i've got an 800 horsepower truck and yep um and most of the people that say that they don't um you know they've got a, a 450 horsepower truck and and yeah just somebody either <laughs> let them down the wrong path that's and, one of the things i, I just i i I finally like made it public. I was like, I was like, this, this is the reason why so many like, and I say, you know, local with quotation marks, like local trans builders think they can build a transmission to handle 800 horsepower and can't because yeah. they think that they actually did because everybody, everybody thinks that they're making 800 horsepower. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it happens a lot. And, um, you know, they, they read that their, their truck makes, you know, uh, you know, 350 horsepower stock and then they they, they put a, a 300 horsepower tuner on it and uh mm-hmm. and then they you know they added a, a s&b intake on it and yeah it's it's got to be right right around 800 they got to be there and, and they raced this other diesel that said he's he's a thousand horsepower and, and they almost beat him so yep it's got to be right there yeah <laughs> and so so that does that happens that happens a lot um, and then the other thing that I get a lot is, uh, is yeah, I want to make some more power, but I don't want to race truck. Uh, I still want to be able to pull a trailer and, um, yep. and I, I get that a lot. And, and a lot of people think that, you know, if they make, uh, you know, 450, 500 horsepower that, uh, that the truck's completely unusable as a truck anymore. And, and it's just no good to anyone. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because you've got both sides of the spectrum. Yep. Uh, that somebody either thinks that they're making a ton or that, you know, they, they can't make that much or, or the truck's ruined. And, uh, and really with, with most diesels and, and definitely with seven threes, that's just, that's just not, not the, not the truth. Mm-hmm. We can we can build some really really very usable trucks, um, you know, especially around the three seventy five to four hundred and seventy five horsepower range that mm-hmm. is absolutely just a killer towing setup. And uh, and even if we go even if we double that and somebody's you know rolling around with a you know six hundred and fifty seven hundred horsepower truck, they can they can still you know tow with that within within reason. And uh, it's going to cost a lot more for, you know, you really have to have all of the, all of the supporting mods, all the extras to really 
really make it perform right. You know, you can't just, uh, you know, throw uh, some 350 200s and a 468 on a truck and and some custom tunes, and that's it, and expect it to be a, a, a even halfway decent running truck. There's way, way more into it to to keep it together and uh, to make it make it spool nice and run nice and, and all of that. And mm-hmm. that's not what that's not what people are normally looking for. They they want to just throw those couple big parts on and uh, and just run it. And I've definitely run into a few people that are running some real big injectors with uh, you know maybe just a just a wheel and uh, no fuel system, and they're hitting really really low fuel pressure and hurting everything they've got, and running just just horrible horrible EGTs, and they just don't even know it. They don't even have a gauge. And, yep. And you know I I just like bringing teaching everybody what what their truck's actually doing what it actually needs what's out there and just trying to help people i've, I've always wanted to do that and um, now i get to yeah yeah you know that's one of the things that you know we've seen like it, it's so complicated to figure out what it is that is going to work for everybody and you know like we, we keep doing this podcast we keep making videos we talk to people every day um but Really, at the end of the day, there is no simple answer, and everybody, everybody's going to need something different. Like just telling everybody, you know, like, like, you know, uh, one of the best daily driven towing setups is you know, two hundred five eighties and a three sixty four and a half. Like, yeah, that's true. That is a great setup. That it's is a absolutely great setup. a great setup. Killer setup. But that doesn't work for everybody. Nope. And like some, like, like, you know. Like the, 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 the guy who has a, has a work truck and all he does is he, is he just, he hot shots and he, and if this thing is down for one day, he's losing money. Like that's probably not the right setup for him. You know, like if he can't, he can't work on his truck himself, he's going to rely on other shops to do the work. Like, yeah. Would it tow great? Is he going to jump out on his first run and be like, damn, this thing is awesome. Uh, probably, but then in. Yeah, and then in, then in a couple months, you know, or two weeks down the road, when something isn't running right, doesn't idle the way it used to, when he has to idle it all night to keep the AC on or whatever it is, I don't know. But like, there's just there's always a scenario, um, and so many of them that like there just isn't a simple answer. And yeah, um, and it yeah, just it's really hard to it's really hard to figure out what it is that somebody's going to need to get uh, to make them happy and. Like I don't, I don't know how you do it. I mean, you guys work on, you guys do like, uh, you don't do much Duramax stuff, do you? Just Cummins and Power Strokes. Yeah, in fact, um, oh, I'd probably say about six or seven months ago, we, uh, you know, we just had, we just had so much work, we just, just couldn't, and, and we were talking about, uh, you know, we we got to stop taking on on so much so we have to start telling you know certain certain customers for certain jobs no um just because we were just months out it it just didn't make sense Mm -hmm. and um and there were certain jobs we said yeah you know that you know this we can get rid of that we can get rid of we don't really want to do that anymore and what kept coming up is yeah i don't want to do this on a duramax i hate doing that on a duramax yeah, that Duramax, that one Duramax customer, you know, he was really rude. 
Um, and just Duramax kept coming up from people, from all from all of my my mechanics. Mm-hmm. That, that they didn't want anything to do with it, and and I would say the same thing to them about you know all oh, this this you know I had another Duramax customer that was a jerk, and um, I'm not saying all Duramax customers are, but for some reason it just kept happening, and we kept having Duramax related problems, and yep. things would things would take forever to get to get parts and this was you know even before things like this were happening where it was hard to get parts and mm-hmm. um and i said well we're not going to work on duramaxes anymore and they all looked at me and they're like seriously and i said yeah i said what do you guys think and they said well we don't want to work on them yeah said, yeah no no thanks and, um, especially the flat rate guys yeah because uh more often than not when when you know the job would pay a certain number of hours it would end up taking you know either right at that amount of hours or or even more hours than it was supposed to and if you're a flat rate guy your job is to try to try to get that that work done and you know and do it properly in the quickest time possible so you can get onto the next job and and start making more money and when when you work on a duramax and you can't make very good money on it you don't want to work on them again yeah that's that's the last thing you want to do and when you have a flat rate mechanic that's not happy you're not going to be happy so we uh we made the decision to not work on duramaxes anymore and um we uh we send them all up the road um Yep. We actually have a, a big Duramax shop, uh, maybe maybe an hour from us, and it's a Dirty Hooker Diesel. That uh, you know, that's pretty much all that they work on. They do a, a lot of performance on them, so we we send most people to them that uh, that have Duramax problems, and and I know that's that they'll perfect. get taken care of right, so it it works out. Um, so we we do a lot of uh, we do a decent amount of Dodge work. Um, we, we pick and choose our dodge work for sure. Um, Ford related work, we, we take most of that. And, um, we've gotten a, a real, real good following of, of both seven, three and six O customers in Michigan that, mm-hmm. that anytime it's performance, anything, they, they pretty much bring it to us. Um, I think we have a little bit better. Um, I guess uh, warranty when it comes to performance related stuff a lot of shops won't warranty performance parts and mm-hmm. uh, and work done with to, to performance vehicles where you know they know somebody's going to take it out there and do donuts with it and and run it hard and and we still warranty it um, you know we'll, we'll stand behind it uh, where most people say oh no that was a race engine and, and you blew that engine up so uh Yep. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. It's, if you want us to rebuild it again, it's going to be another 10 grand and, and we just don't do that to people. Um, and, uh, and they like it. So they, they keep coming back and we're, you know, we're real good with, uh, with really talking to people and figuring out what they're going to do with the truck, uh, to make sure that they're going to be happy with it instead of selling them what, we want to sell them to get, you know, to make the most money off of, or, you know, because that's what we like or, 
mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, you know, the, the last thing I want to do is set somebody up with, uh, you know, too big of a turbo when they're going to tow heavy and, and, you know, they're going to smoke out the road and come back unhappy. I, I don't want that. I want, uh, I want somebody to be able to jump in their truck and use it for what they want to use it for and, and, you know, have it do what they want it to do and have them be excited about it. And, and that happens, that happens more often than not. And usually what happens is when somebody gets a big build, they'll be real excited about it when they come pick it up, super happy about it. And then, uh, a lot of the times, you know, when they're on their way home, I get another call and they tell me this thing's awesome. I, I didn't expect it to be this, this nice, this fast, this fun. And, uh, and that I really like hearing that. I can't get enough of that. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and not only that, but there's, there's even a decent amount of people where two weeks later after they've already thanked me and, and said, Oh, the shop's great. You guys killed it. And, you know, then on the way home, they did it. And now it's two weeks later and they're calling me back just to tell me how happy they are. That's um, awesome. You know, with, with the work that the guys did on their truck again. And that's, that's a big part of why, why we do this and why we try so hard is, is for how happy it makes people, you know, that, uh, that they really wanted their truck to be like this. And now it, now it's as cool as they wanted it to be. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll get a call that, uh, Hey, Hey, I, I just raced this Dodge and I killed him. I killed him. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for the truck. You know, you, you killed it on this. It was so great. And, uh, you know, that, that just feels good. It, you know, it, it reminds me of, of where I was at when I first started getting into this stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just really, really fun. It's a good time. And I just, I just can't get enough of it. Um, yep. you know, it's, it's been, it's been years of doing this and, and I'm, I'm not bored with it. You know, people, people allow me to, you know, to do things to their trucks that I like doing to them. Uh, you know, I can, I can only build so many trucks for myself and now I can build as many trucks as I want to build. And, uh, and, and you somebody know, else pays for it. <laughs> somebody, they pay for them, you know, they yeah. take them with them. I don't, I don't get to keep them, but I, uh, I usually get to see them again here and there. And, uh, and you know it's it's fun and a, a lot of the people you know they uh they come in and we start talking and you know they're like you know what you you know what i want you know i i, I explained to you what i want um you know uh just come up come up with a setup that you know that that's going to work right for me and uh and give me a call and tell me how much it is and you know and if it's if it's in my price range we're just going to go ahead and do it and, you know, I'll, I'll build the price range up and I'll give them a call and I'll, I'll let them know. And they said, yep, yep, go ahead and do it. And they're like, yeah, I, I really like the trucks, all the trucks that you had there with all the powder coating on all the pipes and all that. Um, you know, go ahead and do that, too. And some of them, I ask them the color they want and they, they know right away what color. And some of them, they're like, you know, I don't know. What do you think? They're like, you know what? Just you pick, you pick whatever you think. And um, that's going to really, be a dream for you as a shop oh, owner. You know, I, I you're like, I just you. get to design trucks and build them all day. Oh yeah. That's, that's the best. When they, when they say use your best judgment and they let me pick what powder coat colors and, and you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, Oh, that's, that's a great day. That's a great day. Then I'm excited. You know, that, 
that night I'm up late and I'm on, you know, I'm looking, I'm on my iPad and I'm looking, looking through powder coat colors and just thinking about it. And, uh, and you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one, you know, like it's like, it's my truck, you know, and I, I get to, I get to feel that over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, just keep building different things. And that's, that's a good time. That's a good time for me. I, I cannot get enough of that. And I can't ever see stopping this. That'd be, that'd be a bad day if I had to stop one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I think that most shops uh, that are interested and care and probably could do performance work, because um, uh, you know there's a lot of variables there, most shops can't do what you do. Like you have to make a decision at some point, like I'm going to do aftermarket performance work and I'm going to charge an appropriate amount of money to make it worth our time to do this for you. So that, so that what I learn and what we build and the connections we make will allow us to build something that is what you're looking for. And that's a hard thing to do. It is. If you're also trying to be a shop that just repairs vehicles, because there's, I mean, there's a big, there's a very big difference there, you know, between being excited about having to choose powder coating or like we don't, we're not making money doing this and we have to figure out how, what you have to figure out what your business model is. And I think there's probably very few shops that are in the position that you're in where you get to choose, um, you know, where you could make the decision, like I'm just going to focus on performance stuff, uh, and pick and choose it and, and then be good at it. Cause, uh, you, you really can't be good at both. Like when, when you started this, was it something that you decided like, like I want to get into this stuff. We're going to, we're going to make this work. I want to be great at, at, uh, providing performance builds for people. Something that's going to make a lot of power, be a lot of fun to drive. It'll still tow their trailer, you know, whatever their expectation is, whatever they're wanting from the truck. Or did you start as just, you know, I want to do a repair shop and kind of figured figured out later that you want to build something like this. So we started it one hundred percent with performance in mind, mm-hmm. and and basically what happened is we always pushed performance. That was always what we wanted to do, and and that's not always what you get when you do that. For the most part, what you get is my truck's broken, fix it. And yeah, and or my truck's broken, happy. fix it. But can you just throw some bigger injectors? I want to make more power, but like, that's yeah, a bad, yeah. that's a bad, that's a bad thing to want. If you just have a broken truck and you really shouldn't be able to afford that. Sorry, okay. I interrupted you. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so really what happened was, is all, all we wanted to do was build cool trucks, mm-hmm. but, uh, but you know, we're, we're trying to pay some bills here. So, you know, people would bring in, whatever they would bring in didn't matter what they brought in yep we'll do it you know and that that was getting started you have to take you have to take what you get you have to you know you don't want to be sitting there waiting waiting three days for somebody to want you know uh, a tuner or some injectors that's that's no good so whatever somebody would bring in we would work on we would fix and we'd get it back on the road and and uh and wait for the next and um a lot of people knew who we were and, you know, just from, just from us being in, you know, around and talking to people and a lot of friends in the, you know, in the, in the industry and in the diesel world. And, 
you know, so anytime, anytime they want to do anything performance related, they, they definitely bring it by. So, you know, we got a bigger name with that and more and more people would bring the performance related stuff and um, then we could, we could do more performance. So any, anytime somebody wanted anything performance, we got excited about it and mm -hmm. we were all over it. And, uh, and then it just, it just got to be more and more and more and more and more. And, um, you know, then we would have some text that we would, we would put on certain things and some text we would, we would put on other things. And some of them would just do all the, all the boring stuff. And, you know, that kind of left us to do some of the more fun stuff. And, uh, and it just built from there. What's some of the, do you, are you able, are you able to choose what are like a couple of like your absolute favorite builds you've been part of? Oh yeah. So some of our favorite builds are, are definitely the, the bigger the build, the more I like it. I mean, that's, that's pretty obvious. Uh, so we've definitely done some, uh, We've definitely done some remastering to a couple of trucks. Um, there was uh, there was another shop a long time ago. Um, it was Hallis Performance, and uh, and Mike Hallis ran it, and he built some some very nasty trucks, a lot of them, and he was he was very performance orientated too, and some of the trucks that he built were were just just wild. I mean. Uh, a turbo in the bed of one, um, and then he'd, he'd paint them bright colors. Just, uh, just did whatever it took to make them go. And you know, it was it was pretty early on in the performance world where you just couldn't couldn't order uh, a T four kit for a six liter. They they just didn't have them yet, and you couldn't just order uh, larger injectors for for a six liter and, and and get them. So he was modifying himself. He was building whatever he had to build to make it work and and at the time it, it made you know some of the fastest trucks out there and, and definitely some of the fastest in the area and uh, and after he died um, we were able to um, you know we were friends with people who owned those trucks and we knew them for a long time and and they all started bringing those trucks to us and and they were just plain outdated at this point. Um, they had much older builds, you know, they were maybe, you know, seven, eight, 10 year old builds and they were ready for more. And we got to build new engines for these trucks. We got to, you know, uh, build compound turbo setups for them and, and just, just get wild with these trucks. And, and it was really nice to be able to do those, those builds to some of the, some of the nastiest trucks out there and, and be able to, um, I guess, I guess work with somebody that was, that was huge. And, you know, even though he's not around anymore, we, we still got to work on his trucks and we really respected them. And, and that, those are some of my favorites for sure. Yeah. All, those builds that you were part of for, you know, for uh, guys that had in the past, you know, in the early days had built these trucks. Um, 
did you find that they were pretty pretty satisfied with how things changed moving forward and getting to do more modern builds um or did it not really make a big difference to them they they definitely liked them a lot um it uh they liked them enough to um you know they they took them out to to shows they took them to events you know they were always hitting the dinos they were out racing other diesels they were out racing a lot of gas vehicles um they were beating them um yeah they they liked them a lot you know they you know it's it's one thing when when you take a truck from from stock to you know pretty decently built you know that's that's great. People like it a lot. But when you take a truck from pretty decently built or, you know, uh, even even very nicely built, you know, some real solid power and, and you put some a good amount of extra power on there where it really blows the owner away um, when they already thought their truck was pretty fast and they just wanted, you know, just, just give me that extra. And and then you blow them away. That That's that's what I like to see. That's awesome. And, yeah, and, and that's that's some really really fun trucks. Uh, we actually have one here right now, and it it hasn't had any modifications um, at all since it was originally built and sold. And it left state uh, several several years ago, and um, it sat down there for a while, and and somebody that knew about it they ended up buying it um, and they auctioned it off uh, they raffled it off online and somebody up here ended up winning it and they got it for I don't know maybe maybe a hundred and fifty dollars and they uh, they wanted to they wanted to sell it so I had several several of my customers calling me asking me about it because they know we had we had built some of the other ones, so they assumed I knew about this one. And um, this one was this one was before us, and I had never never got to see this one in person. So I uh, I drove out to the guy's house and spent about three and a half hours there looking the thing over and driving it and, and just seeing what's there. So what we what could, kind of truck was this? Uh, this is a compound turbo six liter. Okay, and it's a it's a regular cab regular cab long bed six liter um and what what was the original what was the original build on this thing so it was uh you know and i don't even know exactly what these turbos were from um so these turbos were were definitely from uh like some kind of dump truck or something um they are just big old turbos and it had it had stock six liter up pipes with an adapter to to make it T four, um, with a with a just a just a old old maybe sixty six mil turbo on it, um, and then it had a had a, a reverse rotation maybe maybe a seventy mil turbo on it. So it was just a not a great setup. Um, just you know they just didn't have the turbos that, that we've got now to choose from. We've got anything you could ever imagine to choose from right now and readily available. You just, just go get them ordered up and they're going to show up and you're, you're good to go. And they just did not have that back then. And then they had some, 
some weird industrial injection. Uh, I think they were called firefly injectors, something like that. And uh, we weren't even real sure what size they were. And, uh, but it was a really cool truck. It's painted this, this really cool electric blue color. Um, you know, it's, a uh, it's got these, these, these really wide rear tires that, um, I believe they originally came off a of Viper uh, on these custom wheels on the back of the thing where they had to cut out the, the rear wheel wells to fit them. Um, it's just a, it's just a really cool truck. And it was just just plain outdated. Um, so I had one of my really good customers call me as I was on the home on my way home from looking at this truck. And he says, uh, he says, hey, I'm looking at this blue truck online. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm, you know, he wants like 13 grand for it. And I'm not I'm not sure if it's worth it. He's like, do you know anything about it? And I laughed and I said, yeah, I I was looking at it 20 minutes ago. I spent about three and a half <laughs> hours on it. It's like funny you asked about it, you know. Uh, so, you know, he's like, well, tell me about it. You know, what's wrong with it? You know, you know, you know what I, I'm going to want to do with this truck. What's it going to take? All that. So I ran down all the imperfections, all the problems with the truck, you know, what it's going to really need. And he said, ah, I don't know. He's like, he's like, do you think it's worth it? I said, you know, he might be asking two grand more than it's worth. And he's like, oh. I said, well, you know, really, what's two grand for a truck you really want? He said, good point. I'm going to buy it right now. And he called, he <laughs> called the guy up right then and there, and, and he bought it, and, and that was the end of it. And he said, uh, he said I'm going to drive it for a little bit, and I'm going to bring it by whenever I have a problem. So a few weeks later, he brought it by, and he said, uh, he said it's not starting, and I'll figure it out. So we looked it over, um, it needed a new Ficum and, uh, and it had a couple, couple little issues that we wanted to, to tighten up. He let us, let us play with it a little bit and get it figured out and his batteries were getting bad and it was getting close to winter. So, you know, we let him know that those, those bad batteries killed his Ficum and, um, and he said, okay, we'll just throw Ficum on there. Um, just so, just so it's, it's drivable and movable. I'm going to take it home. I'm going to put it away for winter and I'm going to bring it back to you in spring. So he did, he brought it back and, uh, and he said, you know, it, it wasn't running right, figure it out. And, and one of those, one of those injectors was bad. And we, uh, you know, we talked to him about it, what he wanted to do with it. And he's like, well, I, I want to make it, I want to make it a lot faster. So, you know, do that. And, yeah. I said, well, well, um, you know, it's a stock bottom end, and uh, a lot faster is going to break that engine. And he said, well, he's like, I got a lot of money out right now. I'm, uh, you know, I've got, I'm putting a lot of money into a lot of my other vehicles, and he's got, he's got a dozen different vehicles, and most of them are gassers, and you know, he was he was adding power to a bunch of them. He said, um, he said, I don't want to build an engine right now. He said, but go ahead and come up with two options for me. Um, something that's going to add a good amount of power and something that's going to really, really get it done. I said, all right, all right. So we came up with a couple different options for it. And, uh, and he said, oh, well, that's not a huge amount of money between the two. He said, let's, let's go ahead and go for it. Let's put dual H pops on it. Let's put four thirty one fifties in it and, and let's go for it. And I said, all right. But I said, uh, 
this this can definitely split this block in half no doubt about it <laughs> and he said he said okay i said so what i'm going to do is i'm going to get you two tunes i'm going to get you one tune that that might blow this engine up and i'm going to get you another tune that will definitely blow this engine up yeah <laughs> and he said okay he said you know me very well let's let's do it so um you know we're we're just getting started on that we got a bunch of parts ordered up for it and uh we got the fuel system pretty quick and uh you know we're putting uh putting a nice irate fuel system on it and uh and we're doing a a fuel lab pump with a 41402 pump on it Mm -hmm. and uh and then we're you know we we just just got the dual h pops and the 43150s in and we're getting ready to throw those on and uh and tie them all together and uh and see how she does so we're we're excited for this one i'm excited for this one um, that'll be a blast yeah it's it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a real good time uh i'm looking forward to seeing uh seeing smoke pouring off of those wide tires <laughs> and you had started to say ahead of time uh you said this is a single cab uh long bed or single cab short bed yeah this one's a this one's a regular cab long bed and uh and the customer really likes our short bed builds. Yeah. Um, he, he's Me definitely too. gone back and forth. Good, good. I'm glad you like it too. I, I'm a big fan of it. And that's, that's why I did one for myself too. And uh, he, he's definitely going back and forth with thinking about making a short bed. And uh, I'm, I'm confident that he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna pull the trigger on it eventually and make it a short bed. Um, he, he thinks they're pretty cool too and there's not a ton of them out there and um, I really really like making them um, in fact we've got another one here that uh, that we're gonna we're gonna just start building ourselves without a customer yet <laughs> and we've already uh, we, we just like the stuff too much so um, we've already cut the cut the frame and rewelded it together and uh that's about as far as we've taken it so far and we've got another another build that we're doing um and it's uh, uh it's a big uh big suspension build on it everything's powder coated and we've got the, the frame for that sent out to powder coat right now and you know we told ourselves when that frame comes back from powder coat when we go to pick that frame up we're going to take our shorty frame and drop it off at the same time and let them get started on that. Your seven, so three shorty frame. Um, this one's actually going to be uh, a six Oh shorty that we're building. Got it. And, okay. uh, and we're going to drop that frame off at the same time. We pick this other one up just so it's going to push our build a little bit further. It's uh, it's hard to do our own builds with, uh, with all the customers work. Oh yeah. And, and we're going to, we're going to just, just start moving on this one. And, uh, and if a customer comes along that, that wants to pick this one up while we're building it, we'll, we'll go ahead and sell it to them at that point, but only if they're going to allow us to take it all the way. Uh, you know, we're, we're really trying to, to push our builds to be some of the higher end builds out there. And, and we hope to eventually get to a point where the only time we'll do a build is if somebody will let us take the truck all the way and and do a full build where it's beautiful 
So not not a fake build like a SEMA build, but an actual like oh, real yeah. build. Yeah, no SEMA builds where it's just for show. We want it to be a fully functional, just a really nice truck. Now we're we're okay with it being a race truck only, but it is going to be a extremely well built race truck that is not just thrown together. Um, you know, we we really want everything done done extremely nicely and i mean if i had it my way every truck that came in the door would be getting tore down to nothing the frame powder coated <laughs> you know it's uh it's it's a long ways out before we get to that point you have pretty all, high expectations <laughs> oh if i can get it there that's what it's gonna be and i mean if uh you know we're we're already definitely to that point where where we're getting trucks that are coming here and they're letting us powder coat the frames and, and, you know, having everything done very nicely. And, uh, and it's, it's definitely, definitely people are, are noticing that and, and we're getting more of the builds that are coming here and, and they're, some of these builds are coming from real far away. And, uh, and a lot of people locally, are taking notice and saying, Oh, I've always wanted to do this, but there was never anybody that would do it. So, so we're getting to do that too. And, uh, and it's fun. It's, it's real fun. Um, you know, to, to be able to see trucks that, that, uh, a long time ago, you know, we used to look at and say, wow, it'd be really cool to, to do one of these. And now we get to do them. And it's like, and it's mostly power strokes. Like that's, that's your main focus. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think a lot of that is just based on that's, that's what we like. And when we built our own trucks and, you know, people started noticing and, uh, and then we, we just kind of acquired those customers because they saw our stuff and, and they knew about our stuff. So so we definitely get more of that. And um, I don't think I'd ever want to maybe just just do power strokes only, and that's it. You know, I, I, like, to, I like to bring some dodges in, too. Um, you know, it's, it's fun to do something a little different, and, and we've definitely had some of that. You know, we, we had a compound turbo 12 valve, and, you know, some uh, right now we've got a a regular cab short bed 67 Cummins with uh, 100% overs and S400 just a just a real cool truck everything's powder coated on it you know it's it's fun to do something like that too but uh, you know we we definitely lean towards the power strokes more and um, I, I definitely won't be mad when it gets to the point where we where we only do performance work and we only do builds and you know it's definitely what what i'd rather do yeah like i said earlier man that's that's a that's a cool spot to be because most most shops don't ever get to that point and like the fact that you're there and like i mean you're you're on the cusp like it sounds like you there's a lot that goes into running a shop and, and, you know, being able to make enough money to continue. Um, but I mean, if you, if you can do a majority of builds and then just, you know, supplement with the, uh, repairs that need to happen, 
Uh, that's that's cool as hell, and I'm I'm a little jealous, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's been a, it's, it's been a while cool. since I've had the ability to sit behind you know a uh, an 800 plus horsepower truck and play with it because it's when it's all business, um, it's pretty hard to find time to do that. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it's it's probably not. It's definitely not the best financial decision ever to to do a lot of builds it's um you don't you don't make as much if we just did you know brakes and front ends and and just regular repair work and that was it and got them in and got them out and never did performance you know big performance maybe just throw some injectors in throw a turbo on throw some tunes on and, and get them out the door you know, th- that, those are smart, smart decisions, smart business decisions. Um, builds are not smart business decisions. You spend a lot of time on these things, and, and it gets wild. It gets wild how much time you spend, mm-hmm. and there's definitely extra time that you have to wait to get some of these, you know, custom one-off parts to you, and you've got this truck in the shop, sometimes a lot longer than you expected to and and shop space is uh shop space is money you know when you've got a tr- uh, an area in your shop tied up with a truck there and you're not making any money with it for for weeks and weeks that that's not a good financial decision it's got not a good business de- decision and uh and you know we have to take that into consideration and and I, I like it enough that I say, well, okay, I guess we'll make a little bit less money, but we'll get to build a cooler truck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's okay with me. That's, that's just fine with me. I, um, I, I don't need to be rich. Um, I, I would like to make more money. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that'll, that'll say differently. Um, I think everybody would like to make a little more, but, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, if if that's what it takes to to be able to do more performance builds, then that's that's what we're gonna do. All right, so I, we're getting up on an hour here, and I know most people probably don't want to listen for forever. Although they might, because the like the second most listened to podcast we ever done was the last one we did with you. So maybe people oh, you could just talk for like days, and people are okay with it. <laughs> they want to hear about the cool shit. That's uh, awesome. But I do need to ask, what's going on with your 7.3? Okay, so I I kind of pushed my 7.3 off for a while um, just to try to catch up on a lot of customers' builds. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't want to, to bring my 7.3 out all done this spring and say... Uh, Say hey everybody, look at my seven three. I know your trucks are are still still being worked on at my shop. <laughs> you but dick, come look at, come look at mine. Yeah. You know, I'm really enjoying it this year, and um, I I really would have felt like like just a just a jerk if I would have done that. It it just didn't feel right to me. So um, you know I've I've had this I've had this bed plate on on a block ready to ready to be built for a long time and i really held off and i I was able to get some of these builds out of here and get some more stuff done and i don't want to say we're caught up but 
some of the older builds that have been around for a while have, have left or are just about to leave. Um, and, uh, and I feel a lot better about it. And uh, last week I ordered a, a couple more parts for it. And I've got, uh, I've got the, the new oil pan and the pickup tube coming for this, uh, this bed plate 7.3. And once, uh, once all that stuff gets here, I'm going to throw everything all back together and, uh, and uh, get her moving again with a, with a little stronger bottom end. And, and we're going to get after it again. And I'm going to push these 350-200s uh, as hard as I can push them for a bit and get some good numbers on it. Uh, a good friend of mine recently bought a shop, uh, and he has a dyno now. Nice. And we're going we're gonna to have a little fun with that dyno. So we're going to, we're going to take the truck there and run that truck and a couple of our other customers builds on this dyno and see where everything's sitting and, and see how, see where it's at. And I'm definitely going to give you a, a call a couple of times while we're up there and have you, have you send me a couple of tunes and, you know, we're going to see, see what's too far and what's not far enough and play with some nitrous and see what's going on. We're just really max these, these 350 200s out. I just really want to get a good read on what they can, what they can really do, and what they can't. And uh, and I think we're going to go a little bigger and and see how that does, and and play with that a little bit. And I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to stick with something bigger or not. Um, I, uh, I I do like the way these these two hundred percent nozzles do, but uh, you know we're we're going to play and and see what see what everything does and see how much power you know, larger really makes and, and see how much, uh, see how well we can make it drive and with your help, of course. And, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Well, when that time comes and you decide to make that event, then I will definitely make the trip down there and, uh, and we can play with it. We can actually live tune your truck finally, unlike last time that you went ahead and died on it without me even there. I drive away yep. for 30 minutes and you're like, cool, I'm just going to go ahead and run the truck now. <laughs> they were, they were ready for it. Yeah. Uh, had to do it. And that was, that was a really, really fun experience being, being there at that event. And we, we really, really need to do an event. Uh, now that everything's clearing up down here and we're able to do whatever we want again, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're going to need to do an event. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if we want to do a 7.3 only event. If we want to do a power stroke nah. only event. Um, I think I just a decent, like, I think just a performance diesel event. Like however, however you want to, how, however you would want to uh, describe that. Like um, could figure that out later, I guess. But yeah, I, I think it would be really cool. I mean, the turn, the turnout for a, the 7.3 Jamboree was pretty neat. I mean, there was what? Probably a hundred trucks there, maybe seven sixty to hundred so. somewhere yeah, in there. I would say there was a hundred, yeah. And that was in the middle of like bumfuck fucking nowhere. Like oh yeah, like that's it's literally like as far away from anything uh, as it could be. And uh, I think that uh, if something was put together, a lot of I, I would come down. I would I would certainly travel the you know the three thousand miles to come see it. So, well, I'm pretty sure that that. If, uh, if we're there and you're there and, uh, uh I'm pretty sure that's going to bring some more people there too. Yeah. So we're, we're definitely going to work on having an event. Um, 
we uh we have a pretty big parking lot at our shop and it's big enough that on a fairly regular basis we're out there doing donuts and uh you know <laughs> customers all customers will swing by here and there to maybe just to stop in and say hey or they might be coming around for for some work on their truck and we'll definitely light them up in the parking lot and have some fun too so uh, we also have a drag strip a whopping three miles from our shop oh that's awesome so, yeah so when we have an event i think what we're going to do is uh is have it have it a multi-part event and and probably a two-day event mm-hmm. and i think what i'd like to do is get a dyno here and uh and have some some dynoing going on and uh maybe even some live tuning and then uh maybe we'll do uh maybe we'll do like a show and shine at the same time and uh and maybe open up a an area where people can do you know burnouts and donuts and just have fun and you know kind of close that area off maybe we'll put some some barriers up something like that where some people can just get just ignorant with their trucks and then uh then the next day i think we can go over the drag strip over there and uh, we've already talked to the guys over there at the strip and and they've definitely said we can rent it out for a whole day and, and have it just be for us and we can get something like that going over there and everybody can kind of get some numbers and and maybe some some grudge races i'm sure there's some some people online that have that have uh <laughs> told told other people that they'll smoke them and and make them look silly and their trucks nothing and i guess this would be a good good time to uh to prove it well if i can help with that process i'll absolutely help with it because i want to see that happen Absolutely. That'd be a very good time. And, uh, we're definitely going to have to work on that. So before we end this, how do people get in contact with you? What's the best way? Uh, there's a lot of ways. So, um, anybody can, can either come on our performance page, um, that you're going to throw a link on there on, on Facebook. And that's, that's a real good spot. Uh, they can, they can learn a lot on there. I'm super active on there. And, uh, and they can they can always message me on on Facebook, and they can find me under Mario G. And uh, that's a that's a good spot to hit me. They can they can go on our Facebook page, which is Night Shift Diesel. They can give us a call at Night Shift Diesel at two four eight two one zero five one zero seven. And, uh, and we can definitely talk about builds, just a quick question, um, anything like that. We even have, uh, we even have shops that'll, that'll give us a call from other states and say, hey, I, we know you guys and we're, we're working on a 7.3 or a 6.0 and um, do, do you mind if we ask a couple questions and, you know, just, just trying to get something figured out and we'll, we'll talk back and forth with them. And so there's, there's lots of ways to get a hold of us and absolutely any, any of them are okay. Um, that phone number is also a cell phone and, and people can text on it too. So we're, we're not afraid to help somebody out. If, uh, you know, somebody's just got a quick question, what's the, what's the torque spec on seven, three head studs, you know, we'll, we'll hit them back. We're, we're not afraid to do that. We're all about helping out. Even if somebody's not one of our customers, somebody's not buying anything. 
that's that's not what this is all about. You know, this is this is a lifestyle for us, not just a way to make money. Awesome. Well, perfect, man. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, you had mentioned earlier in a text that uh, maybe we could get together and talk. You know, once every couple of weeks. Um, every couple of weeks happens really fast. So I don't know if that'll happen. Uh, no. But I absolutely would love to do that, and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to talk more, and uh, um, and we'll definitely have to try to get some events, and just maybe not even events. Maybe we'll just have to collab on something here or there. Maybe we'll come up with a couple ideas to to do something, or make something, or do something better. Just anything. We'll we'll figure a couple things out. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll come come up with some kind of tune and. Um, collab on a on a tune to do something special and call it something we'll figure something cool out sounds like a plan man i appreciate you guys listening i know this went a little bit long but it was so freaking cool talking to mario again and if you want us to do this repeatedly every couple weeks definitely check back and subscribe to our podcast and you can check these videos out on youtube also Uh, we are posting them there appreciate you guys listening